We are talking travel for a Friday afternoon, thanks to our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas joins us uh, for another Friday afternoon. Afternoon to you, Sally. Hi, Carl. How are you? Very well, thank you. And your beautiful green? Green for St. Patrick's Day, of uh, course. You know, I wasn't aware of uh, St. Patrick's Day until you said St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> And I went, oh, oh well, I'm in blue. You, you are in blue. And I mean, I'm, I'm not totally green, but I, I am a little bit green, which I suppose I am helping That's the right. cause. Yes. So it's all good. And there's been lots of Irish celebrations everywhere today, I am quite sure. Yes. And um, But we're not going to talk about Ireland today, though it's a place that's very green, mm. which is New Guinea and Kokoda. Now, I'm talking about Kokoda today because it's actually the 75th anniversary of Kokoda, and which is, I guess, not something very nice to talk about about on the one hand but on the other hand the Kokoda trek of course has become you know on everybody's sort of bucket list for those people who do, do like doing walks and treks mm. and it's become extremely popular and more than 5,000 people actually walk it each year now wow. and there's about 27 operators run various different treks mm. at various different standards I mean it's still all camping remember you're still in the jungle you're still in the wild but you get some fairly basic stuff or you can go and pay a bit more where you get something like with world expeditions where you, you get a better larger tent where they provide you know better quality meals um, where they always make sure that you're either near a stream for washing or they provide a shower facility um, you know they make drop toilets but at least there's you know they make a toilet mm. and then they fill it in and all that sort of stuff so there are different levels of trekking if you want to do that the other thing I didn't know I must admit um, that we lost a heap of people there, and we always talk. It gets, I guess, hidden about the Somme or Gallipoli always seems to take over from Kokoda. But the largest military seminary, cer- I'll get it out in a minute, cemetery in the world is in New Guinea mm. uh, for Australians. It's called the Bomana War Cemetery, and it's right at the southern end of the Kokoda Trail, about 19 k's from Port Moresby. So it's a wonderful thing to do. My husband's done it. I know a lot of people that have done it. It's, it's challenging. It's extremely challenging, and you do have to get yourself pretty fit you know you really do have to do a lot of preparation to do the trek and you must be in good health because a lot of them now won't accept you you've got a medical to fill out because Mm. they've had incidents where things have gone wrong and it's not easy to get people out of there you can imagine in the dense jungle it's it's not easy to airlift or anything like that to get them to a point where a helicopter could land or something like Mm. that so you really it's not something you should do unless you know you are really really fit however for those that maybe are not fit or that are just maybe elderly and are really interested in seeing all about the actual um, Kokoda Trail there's a tour going this year to commemorate the 75th anniversary in October right at the end of October and what they do, they will take you firstly to the Bamana War Cemetery and then they take you to some of the other famous areas like there's one huge big flat rock called the Surgeon's Stone because it became a makeshift operating table mm. and that's what they, you know, they didn't have anything else so that's mm. what they used. But they take you to all the different villages. They actually go by air through to the village of Kokoda itself. Um, you go to some commemorative services along the way and to various other battlefields which includes lots of information for you and just just really fantastic for those mm. that would love to uh, commemorate it but are not up to the uh, actual trek standards so at least that's uh, you know available now this is with a guy called um what's his name again Matt McLaughlin and he runs various tours to all different sort of war sites you can go there's a vietnam commemoration tour from Ellen Posier the Somme Gallipoli um he's well renowned in Australia he's a war historian so you know you're going with a company that specializes in just in these particular styles of tours so just something to consider if
if you are thinking of about the war cemetery or thinking about Kokoda. And it was really difficult for the men there. They were absolutely outpowered, overrun by, by the Japanese. So it was a most difficult battle for them to fight. And to think that we lost, you know, nearly 4,000 men. Um, died there so it's something we should remember mm, and definitely but it also they still in the end prevailed which stopped the japanese invading australia which would have been the next step yeah so it's it's just something you really to i guess reflect on and just think it's it's closer to home it's easier to get to the mm. than um the somme or mm. you know you might want to go that far but it, it's still you you sort of i guess honoring our servicemen that had to fight closer to home under really really difficult conditions which is important to do it is important to do, and any of these things are important to remember because it's left us be the way we are, mm. a free, independent country that really hasn't suffered a severe attack on our land here. Yeah. You know, minimal. I mean, we did with Darwin, of course, with the bombing of Darwin, but which was bad. And But other than that, we've been fairly fortunate as not having a lot of war on our territory. Yeah. That sounds fantastic, uh, Sally, for, for people that, you know, could struggle climbing that. Yeah. Uh, as you know, you said your husband mm. uh, was brave enough to do it. It's a lot of work. He brought back the map, the topographical map, and it, I can assure you it's straight up and then you go straight down, then straight up again and straight down. It's, mm. There's no plateaus. There's not one plateau on that trek. Wow. That's why you have to be fit. Because going down, of course, as you know, on your knees, it's mm. often harder on your knees. It's harder on your heart and your lungs going up. Going down, though, you've got your knees to worry about, which is why you really need to make sure you've done a lot of walking. Well, well let's give them a business class seat to this program. How business does that sound? Seat? Well, yes, I mean, if we could all afford business class <laughs> seats. But there are some great offers out there. I mm. shouldn't say that. You often do get some great offers for business class airfares, and when they do come up, you should grab hold of them. Mm. That will premium economy. You, sometimes you get a companion fare or a two, you know, not so much a two-for-one, but a reduced fare as long as you're travelling together. Yep. But there, there often are good deals out there, and, um, you know, usually the early bird deals again as we always say come out around about October every year and they are cheaper at the beginning and then sometimes they'll bring out a second offer or a third offer as the months go on depending on how the bookings are mm. going okay well you've got a business class upgrade thanks to us here at 2 RFM for this show only oh, not for any I, tickets oh, good good just this show just, just this show we are, yeah because we are the best show correct we're the right. best airline see <laughs> yeah, for we, radio we've shows we've got the best seat for the listeners <laughs> best seat for the listeners to listen to so we're going now to the Irrawaddy Delta now if you don't know where that is it's in what we used to call Burma or is now Myanmar now, what's happening, Pandor cruisers who've operated cruisers in the Mekong, etc., and in uh, Myanmar before, are moving into a different part of the Irrawaddy Delta where no vessel has ever been before. Wow. So no one has been there. There's been no commercialism, no tourism. And it's, a, it's the Irrawaddy in some areas is quite low, um, tidal, and can be low. So they're building specific ships with drafts that can cope with this lower area. And I just think how fascinating to be one of the first people mm. to go into an area where they've never really seen an outside person before. And, I mean, that's like walking back in time. That's a time warp, absolutely. Yeah. So if you're thinking of doing that, Pandor Cruises are the people that are building these special vessels to do it. And the delta comprises of nine main tributaries plus a capillary system of smaller creeks and waterways and stretches over 10,000 square miles. Wow. So we're not talking about a small delta. We're, we're talking about a huge delta. And it's actually heavily populated. But it's because it's so hard to get to that no one really has been in there. And it's, it's played a major part in Burmese history, and apparently it, 
I guess it came into uh, more knowledge with us in, in the Western world with uh, a cyclone that hit it in 2008 and did a lot of destruction. So we suddenly heard about this area that we'd never heard of before. But it's a water world of rich ecological diversity and also, of course, great human endeavour. And in colonial times, it was known as the rice bucket, rice basket, not bucket, the rice basket of Asia. Um, now, the Irrawaddy flotilla ran over 100 vessels known as creek steamers in those days mm. in a com- complex web of operations that opened up the area to cultivation and trading. So you've got wonderful delta towns along the way which are picturesque and creeks that run all the way through these lovely little areas. Um, you'll go into an island national park where it's said that crocodiles can still be found. I didn't even realise they had them there. Mm. And you spend time in the delta capital of Bassein and they're famed for make, uh, making umbrellas of all things. So wow. there you go. And you actually can go to a beach and have a swim and have lunch. So they're planning two seven-night reconnaissance expeditions in March 2018 um, on new vessels that will cope, as I said, with the draft for this area. And depending on how that goes as to whether they'll introduce more itineraries. So you, you could be one of the first to explore an area. that You could pretend you're on a pilgrimage or one yeah. of the, the first explorers to do this Irrawaddy Delta. So there'll be two sailings in March 2018. And if you're interested, that would be, I think, just fasc- fascinating thing to do on the Pandor. And they're beautiful vessels. They're all built of timber gorgeous mm. vessels and really well well fitted out. So just something different. I'm trying to talk about things that are a little bit different today. Yes. Um, and the other thing that's a little bit different, if you'd like to do uh, Adventure World, has got a Sicily food adventure tour, uh, which I think would be fantastic. Any, anywhere in Italy where you're going to go through a food adventure, or anywhere in Europe or anywhere you like to go, really the food is part of why you go. Mm. It's the culture, the history, the food. So there's a wonderful seven-day itinerary that's a food adventure that, that Adventure World is running all the way through Sicily. So if you like your food, they've got departures um, running from April, May, June and September this year. So just keep that in mind if you're wanting to do a foodie tour of Sicily. And there's another one, a Discover Champagne, Alsace and Burgundy. Wow three of the most beautiful wine and food areas of France. Um, so that's another fabulous package if you're interested in food and wine. Um, and you're staying all in four-star hotels right on the Champs-Élysées or in the Marais area in Paris. Lots of wonderful inclusions on this, lots of meals, cheese, food, wine tastings, um, as I said, all sorts of inclusions, fantastic itinerary. You go to Reim, you go to Strasbourg, of course in Alsace, which is very much... Um, German-French, it's right on the French-German border and the architecture you'll find in Strasbourg is totally different to you'll see anywhere else in France. Mm. It's unique. So a lovely other itinerary that's with the French Travel Connection. So two nice foodie programs to finish up with, the Irrawaddy or Kokoda. So... Quite a few different choices today. (laughs) Hot deals in the marketplace. Some great ones today, Cole. Firstly, with um, a fly cruise package. This is going into Bergen, uh, of course, and travelling all the Norwegian coast then on a lovely, lovely uh, the Hurtigruten Coastal Voyage, which we've talked about before. So you have three mm. nights in Bergen pre-cruise and then you've got your ten-night cruise. Now, this is so you can see those wonderful northern lights or the aurora borealis, as we call it. Now, this 
uh, package is only available until 29 March. It departs on the 21st of November. It's uh, 14 nights. You can extend, but I mean the basic package is 14 nights. And it starts for under $4,200. Now that's amazing. Three nights in Bergen, 10 nights on your cruise with all meals and your airfares ex Sydney. Mm. That's a really good deal. There is another one, it's very similar. It also um, is valid till 29 March. It cruises on the 19th of October. You're just getting two nights in Bergen on that one, but then an 11 night round trip cruise. So that's a little bit different, a little bit of a different itinerary. And that's only from under four. 4300 per person. The other one, the other couple of fly cruise options we have, there's a Canadian Rockies and Glacier Bay. Now, this is an incredible itinerary, 20 nights, and it departs on the um, 18th of July. And you're actually are flying into Vancouver and you come out of Anchorage. And what you're doing firstly is an 11-night panoramic Canadian Rockies tour. Then tacked onto that, you've got accommodation in Vancouver and a seven-night cruise on the Norwegian sun mm. from um, Vancouver through to Anchorage and then your fares over and back, airfares over and back, under 6300 per person for 20 nights. Then there's another one here as well, Canada and Alaska, slightly different. You fly into Calgary first on this one and then you're going into Banff and Jasper and back to Vancouver and then doing a cruise of, again, the Inside Passage. It's a round-trip cruise coming back to Vancouver and going back home. So it's a slightly different itinerary. Depart Sydney in May. There's a departure in May and one in August, and it's also from under $6,200 for your 20 days. Something closer to home if you're wanting a little short break. Uh, if you book before 31 March, there's some lovely little packages going to New Caledonia, lovely little bit of French paradise if you can't afford yes. to get to France, and uh, stay at the Meridian, which is a really beautiful property. Um, it's a saving of actually $2,000 per couple on this, mm. and it's five nights with your airfares and lots of inclusions. You can travel between 1 April this year right through till March next year, um, but you've got to book before 31 March, and it's only roughly around $1,400 per person, so that's a good cheapie. And you can upgrade staying in the Meridian, but also down to the beautiful Isle of Pines, which is situated and considered one of the the most beautiful lagoons of the world. The snorkeling and diving is just phenomenal. This is a seven-night package, this one, valid again to 31 March. Again, travel between April and March next year, and that's from under $2,500. Sticking with islands, we've got uh, Hawaii. Viva Holidays have got some lovely Hawaii packages. The leading one is staying at the Sheraton Princess Kailani with return air with Hawaiian Airlines. And you're getting in a a Pearl Harbour and city tour thrown into that and a free entrance to the Sea Life Park as well and a free guaranteed room upgrade to a partial ocean view room, saving of over $900 per couple. And that starts from under $1,700 per person for the whole package. Now, lastly, if you're thinking of Christmas and Cuba... And why not? Mm. Cuba, by the way, if I can just say briefly, we are still having problems with getting people into Cuba by air. It is not easy. It's, you really cannot still get in through America as yet. Uh, you've still got to go in through either Mexico or South America or Canada. So if you want to save all those hassles and getting the visa, which is a bit of a problem as well, this is going to cruise around Cuba and it's all done for you. So how about a much nicer way of doing it and more relaxed? So you can do that and uh, you're flying into Barbados and then you're transferring to the uh, Aegean Odyssey, a beautiful vessel, and you're cruising them from Barbados to San Lucia, Antigua, St. Barthelemy, Nevis, and then you go into Jamaica and into Cuba as well, which means you're going there for Chrissy. You leave on the 15th of December and it starts from under $5,000 per person. What a nice way to spend Christmas. Yeah, definitely. Lovely no, way. No family dinners. 
uh, cuts out all the <laughs> no, work. No fights with the relatives. Do you see how I work so? I just <laughs> cut out all the family dinners. <laughs> cut out all the family dinners. And look, finally, for the ski nuts, um, there is a limited availability of saving of up to 30% on selected properties in Japan in the ski seasons of uh, areas rather of Hakuba and Nisako, where they've got a 30% saving on a range oh. of ski accommodation if you book by 30 April. So if you're a keen skier, as I said, Nisako, Hakuba, Shiga Kogan and uh, quite a few others, but and it's they've only got some blackout dates from 23 December to 19 January and 10 to 23 Feb. They're the only blackout dates to get that saving, but any other time that the snow is around and you've got a book, as I said, by 30 April. So plenty on offer. All right. Now, happy birthday for tomorrow, oh, just quickly. thank you. Thank you very much, Cole. Someone uh, whispered in your ear, did they? Well, yes. <laughs> yes. yes. Happy birthday. Have thank a nice you. day tomorrow. I think uh, so. Happy 40th, and, uh, and we'll go from there. <laughs> it is one thirty. Uh, now, don't forget you can catch this program as a podcast on our website at 2NURFM.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle. Topics range from gardening to health, well-being, pet care, finance, business and travel. You'll find them all at 2NURFM.com. <laughs>